Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's BudPod147. Uh, one four seven. Uh, come for Come over to my house and we'll watch Lucky Number Eleven. Do you remember <laughs> that movie? Whoa! What a blast from the past. That movie was one of the arbitrarily selected movies to be popular in my year at school. Oh, maybe we've had this conversation. I think so. We've we've talked about we've talked about the movie before a long time ago in some capacity, but. But I think I remember you saying it was also like one of those movies that gets passed around the boys at a boarding school. Yes, yeah. And it's sort of vaguely action-y and there's kind of gangster-y... Good twist. Yeah, there's a twist. twist. There's a twist. There's the lovely Lucy Liu. Yes. It's it's got everything a a blossoming boy needs. (laughs) Blossoming indeed. Um, Apologies for any traffic noises that anyone picked up there. my, I, I live on a dead end uh, road, Phil, which isn't a song I'm about to sing. It's just true. But, well, maybe um, this road needs to get off his ass, stop smoking weed, and do something with its life. <laughs> get a job, road. Um, it just lies there all day. <laughs> it's a dead end road, but that doesn't stop random uh, motorbike people and people in ugly cars from driving down it at incredible speeds. Uh, the ugly cars are you know what actually ugly cars are a scourge of britain yeah. i don't know about you but when, uh, did, did you have this sh- shock when you moved to the uk of how ugly the and small the cars were um they're definitely uh i think we're both from countries that have much more of a kind of wide american car highway sort of vibe to them a lot more sort of yeah there's a lot more like land rover style vehicles where we're from because they're occasionally necessary because the roads do flood yeah a lot of the cars especially in any town in the uk are like little bars of soap were covered in dust Mm -hmm. they were so i was astonished how ugly uh, british cars were and not not like british made cars like cars that british people buy and drive yeah and i've always i think that's always been between a barrier between me and the car culture here, whereas you and I both know people, especially comedians, who are sort of car people in quite a practical way mostly, but they still know a lot about cars. But to me, if you're going to be a car person, you want one of those like square-fronted American muscle cars or like uh, Italian mm. for like a special-looking car. But they, like, I've seen, watching someone rhapsodize about a car that looks like a kind of smooth shoe. Yeah, yeah, without a heel. Yeah, just a big smooth shoe. And they're like, look at that. And you go, it looks like a shoe. Yeah, it's so awful. It's so baffling when I moved to the UK as, you know, as a 17-year-old. And you're in the midst of, like, car obsession. (laughs) Even if you don't really give a shit about cars, because you're on that precipice of adulthood where you are are allowed to get a driver's license. Yeah. For a year, you you become obsessed with cars. And boys would talk about their cars 
like they were Bugatti Veyrons. Yeah. But when they were like a Clio hatchback. (laughs) And I'd, I'd be like, can you... Can you see the car that I see? And they're like, "Oh, mate, look at this! What?" And yeah. they'd go get them souped up, and they'd race them. And like, have you not noticed this car has not got the aerodynamic design in- intended for racing? Do you yeah. can? Do you understand? <laughs> and maybe only I understand, Harry, because I've I just got into Cambridge for engineering. And you, <laughs> but do you understand the kind of sco- the kind of wake the turbulent drag wake left behind by a put by a flat back what kind of drag do you think that is going to affect on your car quite a big one actually so you think this car's appropriate for racing yeah i it, it, I, I could not understand it it's 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 a like hundreds of different types of car that are all designed to travel under four miles a day to some shops and to a, a school yeah yeah yeah, and, it's and, for kids, kids in the in the middle and dogs in the back. Yeah, and everyone's talking about One it as if dog. it's like different types of fucking Han Solo spacecraft. <laughs> as if there's a chance that maybe this time you could drive the Renault Clio through the Highlands, like in that advert. <laughs> and it's like, well, I, I, no, you I, can't. I, what? I love a car advert <laughs> that is for a car that is completely indistinguishable from any other car on the road. You know when it's like a fucking... Some fucking hatchback will drive around yeah. a, a, like a city street and like a handsome mixed race guy will have his head turned yeah, yeah, and yeah. watch his car drive by and like nod and smile like, whoa, look at that. How has that guy picked that car out of out of a, 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 a sea of identical cars? It's exactly the same. I couldn't identify that car if it was the car that killed someone in front of me <laughs> in a hit and run the fucking renault sp- spunk <laughs> t- turn heads and yeah. come on their faces and p- and the, all the people in the ads are like wow Lord, what car is that the spunk it's like it looks exactly like every other fucking piece <laughs> of shit renault on, on the road every it, it's they look like bars of soap and they drive around and every now and then in the advert they'll try and make it like Okay, so the car looks like every car, but in this advert, it's canary yellow, and as it drives past things, they kind of explode into color or something. <laughs> like a burst of flowers comes out of everyone's pants, and whoa! And like a guy drops a load of lemons, and they all turn into lemon trees, and whoa! And the, and it's like a perfume advert. They're trying to take a product that has no business being advertised and just zhuzh it up with meaningless uh, special effects. That's just reminded me of um, the first time in my life where I realized companies could lie in adverts or the adverts were not literally true. Yeah. It was an advert for McDonald's and Ronald McDonald, back before he was exiled for some unknown reason. You haven't (laughs) seen Ronald McDonald for decades now. But back when he's been canceled, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah 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 they got him before he could, the, the the cancel crowd could get to him i don't know what what the company found on his hard drive but it's it's bad um and and in this advert he had this like hula hoop and he'd pick up the hula hoop and like pull it down over himself so he'd go through it but as he pulled it over himself he would disappear into the hula hoop as if it was a portal so you know it would come down over his body and 
and his top half would, would disappear into the hula hoop. Right. Okay. Uh, you know, and and it leaving the space like a clear space, if you you know. And yeah. when I saw this advert, I was like, "Holy shit! <laughs> what? <laughs> this is at McDo- They have these at McDonald's, and I, I would, I would, every time we went to McDonald's, we didn't go much, but when it, on the occasion we go to McDonald's, I would search, I would fucking scour the place for one of these hula hoops. And I'm like, "Where is it? I'll be going up to the guys behind the counter, grab them by the cuff of the neck." Hey, where where is it? And I, 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 I it infuriated me that I, I could never find these magic hoops, um, and also that this technology existed and it was exclusive to McDonald's. <laughs> it made me so so angry until eventually I sort of cottoned on that it was a fiction and that adverts <laughs> on TV for real products could have in them fictional elements. It's sort of the idea that you were sat there going, the quantum tube, it's been invented but by, by Ronald. Ronald's been funding science with his, with his burger money this whole time. <laughs> and he's just gleefully mocking the international community on this advert. Ooh. <laughs> Making himself disappear into the multiverse with a little tube. <laughs> Maybe that's where he went. That, that's where he, where he went. That's why we haven't seen Ronald McDonald for so long. He's lost. He's lost in the multiverse. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he. Um, it's because he's one of the many, many villains that Spider-Man had to fight. <laughs> you know, uh, he's one of the um, Avengers' most terrible kids. He's like Thanos. He's got a big, a big glove covered in jewels. Big red glove. And he snaps it, and half of the world gets uh, obese. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's got chicken nuggets in the knuckles. (laughs) Yeah, and he snaps his fingers, and everyone gets, like, slowly gets really fat in the same way that they kind of melt away. And it's like uh, Tom Holland as Spider Man getting really fat, saying, I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. (laughs) As as he's getting really obese. Um,. It's funny, as a kid, where you sort of go, but they're lying on television. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we just have to sit here and take it? They can't, get, they can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> <laughs> it does feel outrageous. I mean, I remember when I was a kid and my parents explaining to me that, like, um, I was reading some magazine and it had one of those, like, cardboard flyer things like jammed in the middle of the magazine which was like you you have won an amazing prize mm. or like you could have won a million pounds mm. or you know, one of these things yeah it was this whole thing but it was very phrased as if like you've pretty much done it yeah 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 i remember those yeah and i just remember I saying like, to my parents my but how is this allowed yeah that you can say something like this and not mean it and it, it's so believable at that age as well, because when you're a child, you have a sort of unique childhood. It's kind of like an egotism because mm. your world is so small. You you make up such a large proportion of it. You, yeah. You, you the, it, it is very believable that you would win a competition like this. Yeah. And, and you uh, just sort of think like, well, they can't just say it, though. Yeah, they can't just say it and not pay up. 
Yeah, and also yeah. you think to yourself like, well, if they put one of these in a ma- in a ma- in every magazine saying you've won, then there would be millions of incredibly furious people because you assume that everyone's also angry that they're being lied to. Whereas in reality, what happens is no one pays any attention apart from a few pensioners who get scammed. Yeah. But you do, you sort of think like, but surely any company that does this would be faced with some sort of angry mob. That's the circle of life. You're born and you become a child and you are fooled by magazine scams. (laughs) And then you become an adult and then you're not fooled anymore. And then you become old and then you're fooled again. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's the circle of life. Yes, and now the trouble is that now the magazines are online and made of electricity and it's it's a whole new level of fooling the pensioners. (laughs) Fool the pensioners. (laughs) Fool them. Fool the pensioner sounds like um, a sort of old card game. (laughs) You know, I I remember going around to my, my grandma's for tea, Phil, and we'd have tea and shortbread and play gin rummy and fool the pensioner <laughs> well speaking of fooling pensioners um we should do a, a correspondent special yes um, um and fool these pensioners i.e us into thinking we're catching up on correspondence <laughs> yes let's dive in to the enormous pile of logs that we have to chop let's do it yes hope Okay, um, quick little one here from Lewis. Lewis, you is my best friend. <laughs> oh, very nice. Uh, so Lewis is basically he's, he says uh, praise redacted and and he's well, he sent us some tat Phil let's get, let's be honest he sent us some tat um, let's cut to the tat he says the most of the tat he sees is stupid but bland and then he saw this enough said keep jacking it with all the gusto you can Lewis and uh, it's it's hanging on a piece of twine Phil <laughs> yeah as great. is tradition barnyard twine the mm-hmm. twat tat it's a sort of rounded off square hanging from a piece of twine. Not sure, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll just say it because there's there's no way, real way of, of obscuring this through a guessing game. It just says brains are the new tits. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Brains are the new tits. Where are you going to hang that? Brains are the new tits. They're full of milk. Uh, yep. And I have them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you get them out in public it causes a disturbance (laughs) yeah yeah maybe this hat's right actually maybe it's okay in the end i wonder if you can have a nipple on your brain squeeze out the thoughts yeah maybe that could be like a nice metaphor for being like a teacher please uh, suckle at my brain teat (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> children children now miss Navelli, we've been getting a lot of complaints from parents uh, apparently you've been asking the children to suckle at your teeth uh, uh, suckle at my brain teeth i'm not um i'm not some sort of freak it'd be funny if they were like the the children's exam results are exemplary but the, the parents hate your metaphors <laughs> We're only willing to let the metaphor slide because of the exam results, to be honest. And even then, just barely. 
<laughs> um, well, please just play with your reason, penises, and and come to a reasonable consensus. <laughs> if you just let me tickle your forgiveness balls, <laughs> for even a moment, for just a moment. <laughs> um, Sean gets in touch. Sean, when were you born? Yesterday. <laughs> I don't know. I like that. Thank you. Uh, he says, hey, PNP, praise redacted, but well earned. Uh, I'm not a founding farter, but I found your podcast this last month and I'm now fully caught up. Um, oh, wow. You, yeah. That's astonishing. Astonishing mm. work. It always feels like people are admitting something to me that I should be like on health grounds advising them not to do. But I'm glad that he's done it. Yeah. Mm. yeah it's very much like oh you shouldn't have drunk that all at once uh so have someone you you, you trust to stay with you for a bit yeah because it, it's something that we've made it feels like someone said god thank you for sending around that huge lasagna i ate it all in 10 minutes <laughs> she go wow thank you but also really and oh no <laughs> but good but uh-oh but as long as you're happy for- but watch out thank you yeah, well, thank you, Sean, for thank wolfing Sean. down our, our, our ear lasagna. <laughs> so Sean says uh, he, wants a, he, he wants a definition for tat. He, he says he was chatting with a friend, and he talked about how his, his friend talked about how his girlfriend put up a framed picture that said, it's wine o'clock somewhere. And I replied <laughs> in kind, classic tat. <laughs> and he was confused as to my meaning. Classic tat. Classic tat. I hope you did double finger guns. <laughs> or like an Italian chef nice symbol. Yes. Chef's kiss. Classic, Classic tat. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine framing it's wine o'clock somewhere. Extraordinary. Yeah. Imagine imagine still finding novelty in that. Imagine seeing that and going, what? Wow. What? Wine isn't a time, but it can be time for wine. <laughs> Really tickled about it. Good lord. Um, and, and so his friend couldn't quite understand what, yeah. what Sean meant by tat. Yes, and I think from later context, Sean is based in America, so it might not be American Oh, interesting. slang. He said, can we get a definitive definition on tat to explain to the pod duds what we, may, what we mean? Pod duds! Ooh. I like that. Sassy that old Sean. very good. Yes. These Yanks, uh, they do have the occasional way with words. You must give them that. Um, Pod duds. A definition for they tad. They have their Hemingways among them. A definition for tad. It's a hard one. Like It's trying to de- define irony. Trying to define tad. Yeah. Well, how would you define tad? tad. A lack of irony. Um, uh, uh, mm, tad, uh, maybe tad is a... Is it a sort of uniform attempt at uniqueness yes that's nice it's a it's a uniform attempt at uniqueness and it i suppose it must take the form of sloganeering okay yeah yeah nice yes sloganeering is a very important part of it yeah there's a cheek to it there has to be an element of cheek yes um i would yeah it's like it's like the but humor. An uncharming but ultimately uncharming cheek yeah it's an uncharming 
try hard cheekiness. This yes. Yes, yes, yes. And trying to sort of paint it's it's kitsch. It's 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 whimsical kitsch sort of mottos. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Whimsical kitsch, but ultimately cliched. It's got to be cliched, yeah. And and it's it's because it's not always objects, I guess. It's on T-shirts and mugs as well. Not one, well, you know, like clothing, I mean. It's like clothing and objects, but signs. So ultimately, it comes yeah. down to the fact that it's words, right? So it's words on things. Yes, 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 yes. Un, uh, 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 um, but yeah, cheeky, unfunny slogans. I mean, like, I, I think if you just say, like a, like a sign saying live, laugh, love. The yeah. Live, Laugh, Love is the the Iliad of tat. It's platonic tat. It's, yeah, it's uh, it's the first tat. <laughs> live, Laugh, Love. It's the one that started it all off. It's the, yeah. it's the, it's the Don Quixote of tat. Live, yeah. Laugh, love. live, Laugh, Love is the tat equivalent of that, that, um, that kind of like long, that kind of long monkey kind of holding a spear. <laughs> Yeah, it's the first of its kind. It's Lucy. It's the, the yes. it's uh, yes. yeah. The missing link. Um as a tangent, do you know why Lucy, the mix- missing link uh, skeleton primate lady was named Lucy? Uh I don't. In in the camp where the archaeologists were we were digging in the site on the radio when they discovered her was playing Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Really? By the Beatles. Yeah. Oh, that's nicer than I... I assumed it was just some thing like, I'll name it after my daughter or something. Or like, that's quite a good random... No, one. that'll be shit. That'll be shit, Pierre. That would suck. I don't want to hear about someone's daughter. I want to hear about the Beatles. It'd be funny... It'd be funny if they called it Ringo. Ringo. Ringo the ape man. Well, of course, Ape Man is a song by the Kinks. Um, I think Ringo already has two sort of Neanderthalic an aesthetic that it for it would get confusing. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's true. He does look a bit like um, the rest of the Beatles found him in a big ice cube. <laughs> he does. Taught him to play <laughs> drums in their band. <laughs> <laughs> caveman beetle beetle caveman caveman beetle caveman beetle symbol bang bosh caveman beetle symbol bang <laughs> <laughs> lucy Casting sky diamond <laughs> lucy sky diamond lucy sky diamond um, <laughs> i think that's as close as we're going to get to a definition though Whimsical. Uh, what was it though? We we, we sort of t- the definition was about two minutes long. Whimsical, unfunny slogans on objects. I like it. Whimsical, unfunny slogans. Yes, good, good, good. I think that's that's uh, that's a uh, that's a good working definition for now. Because it does have to be unfunny. If it's funny, it's not tat. I think I agree with but that. But it's yes. very rare. I can't. I can't even think of anything that would qualify for that vanishingly small subcategory. Yeah, yeah, 
it would have to be pretty unique stuff. And then you would go, no, no, that's just a funny sign. Yeah. No, no. Credit what credit's due. Yeah. That is a funny sign. Whoever's done that sign has nailed it. However, over time, enough reproductions of that sign will turn it to tat, like we'll nuclear decay. Tat. That's right. That's right. All all roads lead to tat, yeah. I'm afraid. <laughs> the greatest art in the world can become tat through repetition. Yes, 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 yes. Little statues of David everywhere. Yeah. Um, but thank you for that uh, mental exercise. Yeah, very mm -hmm. nice. And um, yeah. and Sean says, I'd be remiss if I didn't share a scatological tale of my own making. Um, growing up in America in a hyper basketball focused town. Oh, Ooh, America. I love that idea. A town that's obsessed with b-ball. Yeah, and like having to grow up and thinking like, God, nothing's worth anything in this town if it's not on the court. Does Sean live in a musical? <laughs> Did he grow up in a musical about basketball? Because it sounds a lot like it. Sean lives in a musical about basketball called Hoops. <laughs> Hoops! Exclamation <laughs> mark. And then the caption underneath is something like, it's about knowing when to shoot and knowing when to boot. <laughs> and knowing when to toot? Yeah. When yeah, to yeah, yeah. Yeah. Knowing when to shoot, shoot and knowing when to toot. Yes. Um, it's hoops. Da -da -ba -da 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 -da. Hoops. That's the opening number. Everyone on the basketball court. Hoops, 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 yeah. hoops. And they're hula hooping yeah. with nets on the bottom. Yes, lovely stuff. Another brilliant idea from BudPod, the Ideas Factory. Another platinum-coated idea popped out of the BudPod mind bum. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Sean growing up in a hyper-basketball-focused town, those goddamn jocks. Um, I went to watch the high school game with my father as a seven-year-old. Gosh, so... Young for a father? <laughs> <laughs> this is rural America, Phil. <laughs> Grew up fast in those basketball prairies. <laughs> During the game, I felt a need to relieve myself in a moment of what I thought was going to manifest in standard flatulence that we all experienced. Standard. Classic garden variety flatulence, yep. Mm -hmm. In a large crowd that blanketed my young self in anonymity, I let it squeak through. Oh no! Mm. To my chagrin, he I realized Pierre. He let it squeak through his hoop. Da -da 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 -da. His hoop. -da 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 -da. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't air. It's poop. Imagining a lot of brass, <laughs> a lot of trumpets, yeah. like very yes. sort of New Orleans carnival. 
<laughs> Fucking hell. Um, so he lets it he lets it squeeze through. Here's hope. Um, <laughs> he says, to my chagrin, we've had remiss and chagrin from Sean. I'm loving it. This is that 20th century great American novel shit, yes. man. Yes. It's a grand tradition he's tapping into. Sean Scott Fitzgerald over here. Nice. Um, I realized my expectations of offensive air to the masses was immediately satiating my undergarments in a moistness that was not anticipated. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah, the telltale moist. I excused myself from my father's presence to use the restroom. Confident seven-year-old. Small town. That's what <laughs> yeah. I'm getting from Father? This. Father, uh, forgiveness, but I must bloot. <laughs> Please, I, I'll return from the facilities uh, soon. Presently. But continue presently. Please do continue to enjoy the day's events. <laughs> what I found in my tighty whities was not dissimilar to salsa. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, I've never, in all my years of Bud Pod, in all the poop descriptions, have I heard salsa. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's maybe the worst. That's awful. There's something really off-putting about that, because there's a lot packed into one word there. And he even says, speckled with red and green pepper fragments. I mean... No. Don't give kids spicy food, I suppose, is the moral. Yeah, they don't have that intestinal... Fortitude. Strength it, yeah, fortitude. Not like me with my man guts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. You have not the stomach of a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Only a man can handle his tacos. <laughs> uh, he says, try as hard, uh, as hard as I might. No effort, no amount of toilet paper to underwear could resolve this tragedy. Uh, I approached my father and said, we must leave. <laughs> a seven-year-old saying this is so funny Terrifying. we must leave we must leave <laughs> or grabbing him like jason bourne we gotta go <laughs> there's no time to explain i approached my father and said we must leave he, re- <laughs> he replied the game's still going on and i s- could so see american. a change so american yeah the game's still going on the big high school game it's b-ball Hoops. It's hoops. <laughs> Come on, Sean. It's hoops. This is a hoops town. You know that. <laughs> and I could see a change in his demeanor as this, as my soiled stench hit his nose. And he gave the affirmative <laughs> of, yes, we must leave. <laughs> uh, I like that. We must leave. But the game's still going on. We Yes, we must leave. <laughs> uh he ushered me through the nose-clenching crowd that was all too aware of my embarrassment and their nostril inconvenience. And while I was ashamed, I also realized that in that moment, for better or worse, I was a legend. Koji. Thank you, Sean. That's a great story. That must have been some pungent stuff for like for him, for everyone to smell it. Like, just... Yeah. Like, you know. For a mere boy. For a mere boy, but with the hoop of a man. <laughs> He has a man's hoop. Da, 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 da. What a hoop. <laughs> it, a, whole, a whole sort of like uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda style rap about how if you want to be a man, you got to get a hoop. 
got to get a, a hoop like a man, like a whole coming of age song. <laughs> Issuing the challenge to the young men character. <laughs> get out of here, kid. This is for man hoops. <laughs> they slap the salsa out of his hand. Um. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Coming this summer, the Broadway hit is finally a major motion picture. The smash hit musical, Hoops! Hoops, da 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 hoops, da 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 playing hoops, da 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 oh hoops. The smash hit musical about a basketball-obsessed town and the loose, loose anuses of its inhabitants is finally being made into a Hollywood film. You can finally enjoy on the big screen all your favorite Hoops hit tunes, like Hoops, 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 playing Hoops, sitting on our Hoops. The um, the rousing slap that backboard. Ooh, slap that backboard. You're so dirty, girl. Ooh, slap that backboard. You're changing my world. The beautiful ballad and sad song. I love the squeak of his trainers. I love the squeak of his trainers. Squeaking and squelching on the basketball court It's like the squeak of my heart When I look at him I don't feel bored And good luck not dancing to shiny shorts Shiny shorts, we wear shiny shorts When we play basketball We love our tiny shiny shorts Hoops! Get your tickets now, starring Emma Stone and the late Laurence Olivier. A uh, quick little uh, sighting from Shona. Shona, we found Shona recently, right? I think it might be a different one. I can't remember. Well, more than one Shona. Hmm. That's when you know you've made it. That's right. Uh, spotted this when I was out for a hike near Crian Larich, which I assume is in Scotland somewhere. Yeah, it sounds like it. So this sign's quite something. Um, the sign says, Phil, it's one of those signs that's nailed to a post in the, in, in the countryside. Mm. And it says, um, 
It says, please poo responsibly. Right? Mm-hmm. Which is a good message. Yeah. And on top of the sign. So, please poo responsibly is in the middle. It forms a dividing line. Yeah. Okay. On the top of the sign is a, is a sort of stick figure man silhouette that we'd all recognize squatting over. Mm-hmm. And there's a some cartoon poo emoji silhouette kind of shooting out of his bum. Yep. However, next to that, which we can all understand as a simplistic representation of a shitting human, mm-hmm. is an incredibly detailed silhouette of a, a happy and excited, interested dog. <laughs> you know when dogs go down on like their front paws like a, yes, fun time? Yeah. <laughs> the dog's doing that, and its tail has wagging lines. And on the silhouette of the dog, they've given it a happy sticking out tongue and big cartoon eyes looking joyously at the poo. Like it's going to eat it? Yeah, I, that's the implication I'm getting, is that this dog is is so ready to eat some human poo. And that seems to be why they're saying poo responsibly. I, so. I don't... I don't. So is... I. Is the dog here meant to be like a catch-all representation of nature? And is is it sort of nature approving of the stick man's responsible poo? I think I think it is about dogs, because I think it must just be one of those places where people let their dogs off the lead and then the dogs keep coming back having had an enormous poo lunch. What's a poo lunch? They're like eating their poo for lunch, like a, from a human. Do they do that? Oh, yeah, they will, yeah. Jesus. Not, and not, you love these animals, do you? I know, but they make it they make it very difficult sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> not all dogs will do this. Some breeds of dog are more civilized than others, but some will absolutely <laughs> put on a big bib with a poo emoji on and, and go to town. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> And then near the green tick underneath the, the please be responsibly is uh, a big circle labeled rock with stink lines coming from underneath. I think we can all figure out that means poo and then put a rock on it. Um, right, okay. Or a silhouette of digging a hole for some poo. So like do a little hole. So it really is about keeping it away from those insatiable dogs. It does seem to be that way, yes. Although, like... I know people. Well, I mean, we we know better than anyone from this podcast how how much people are call or caught short. But I, I would I would just do my best. I would just do my best to not need an enormous dump before an enormous hike. But I suppose you can't always plan these things. I if I'm if I'm in need of a shit outdoors, I probably don't have time to dig a hole. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like a in, entrenchment under fire. <laughs> <laughs> I could dig a, a hole, but it would, it would have to be after the shit, like I was hiding a body. Yeah. And, and then I'd have to like I'd have to <laughs> I'd have to do this shit under the ground, then dig a hole, find a spade, dig a hole, yeah. and then roll my shit up in an old rug. Yes. And yes, then yes. I'd throw the rug <laughs> into the hole. <laughs> You mean, uh, and, and presumably you'd be doing all this uh, at night, lit only by the headlights of your own car. <laughs> yeah, and like a single <laughs> sort of a lamp lantern that I've, I've la- laid down on the ground. Yes, like an yeah. old night watchman. That's right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Surrounded yeah. by mist, yeah, absolutely. As opposed to um, 
doing it before you need the shit, like the guy from Saving Private Ryan desperately trying to dig into the sand with his helmet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Panicking and freaking out. Um, yeah. Gosh, yeah. I mean, I might tweet that sign if I remember to. If anyone cares enough to tweet about I want to see it, then I'll, I'll tweet it. But I think I've done a great job describing it. And it's... I can't imagine what who printed it. I can't imagine a council approving it with a straight face, but maybe they did. It sounds like a custom job, I reckon. We've got a lone I sign think, yeah, maker. I think you have to... Yeah, you have to request a sign like that. Yeah. Like a hard-bitten detective. We've got ourselves a rogue signer. <laughs> and uh, a quick little uh, little thing to contemplate here from a different Lewis. Another two... two what, sorry, what was the name of the last uh, correspondent? Well, the last one was Shona, but there was a Lewis two before Shoners. That. Yeah, two Shonas, two Lewises. A lot of Lewises, Louis, 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 Louis. Yeah, gone are the days of the many mats. We are now into the age mm. of the Lewis. There's got to be some sort of statistical explanation for enjoying this podcast and the names that we see so often. Um, but it is not for us to say. Uh, Lewis says hi, PP, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> he says, I have a fun horror story about how the internet is turning our brains to mush that made me realize Ooh. how doomed we all are. I love this sort of thing. Mm. Yes. I visited home this weekend and got to spend time with my adorable seven-year-old nephew. Sweet. Mm. Did, did, did he say things like, we must cleave? <laughs> That's the kind of thing seven-year-olds are always saying, according to this podcast. <laughs> Uh, he's sweet and funny, but loves nothing more than watching YouTube, imitating TikTok dancers, and playing Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's a kid of that's the kid of today, Pierre. What can I say? As such, he has rambling story child brain. Ah, uh, yeah, we all know that. We all had mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. We all did it. Yeah. Um, he has rambling story child brain, but instead of telling me an anecdote that goes nowhere, he describes TikTok videos to me. No, horrible, frightening. Yeah, it gets weirder, man. Not only that, but when he's trying to tell jokes of his own, he tells them in the style of a forward-facing camera video. Ugh, what does that mean? Yeah, so he says he tells them in the style of a forward-facing camera video with setup shots, multiple characters, (gasps) and accompanying text annotations. Accompanying? How does he do accompanying text annotations? I guess person? he just stops and goes, and then underneath here it would say, <gasps> "Guess what happened? WTF or something?" You know. And is he doing like hard cuts and zooms? Is he like pushing his face into into your face? It sounds like he is. So so the full thing he says is, um, when he's trying to tell jokes of his own, he tells them in the style of a forward-facing camera video with setup shots, multiple characters, and accompanying text annotations, like an excruciating one-man play. <laughs> oh, no. How's he doing setup shots? Setup shots. I guess he's he's talking through it like a really energetic, uh, childish director, right? Pitching it to a producer. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Like so. First, you see a cat climbing down a well. Yeah. And then he'll play the cat. And he does that. And he goes. And then it zooms in on the eyes or whatever. And he's probably doing like just acting it all out like some sort of maniac. 
Oh my lord. It's chilling stuff. Horrible. It would be funny if um like if that's a normal thing for kids to do, but like as a kid who's who's become like that, but their his parents are like completely not online sort of religious. Like you'd think he was possessed by a demon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a couple of medieval Spanish peasants really mournfully taking this kid to a town priest. <laughs> We don't know what to do, Father. He keeps flossing. <laughs> he won't stop flossing. <laughs> he tell us to like and subscribe. <laughs> he keeps pointing down from his face to say, hit that like button. But there's no button. It's just his vice. Uh, he pointed down at the ground. Uh, I look, but there is no button. Please uh, help us. He is possessed. He will point at various spots in the air as if there are text bubbles explaining <laughs> explaining what he is doing and why he is doing it and why he's making that sort of perplexed cartoonish expression. <laughs> but there is no floating text. We have no idea what he is referring to. He says he is prompted to do things by a robot voice. But we don't hear him, the robot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I've completely... So, so hang on. I'll just finish this. Lewis says, I very much hope he grows out of this fast, or I fear we will see future Gen Z open spots taking to the stage and opening with, so I was watching this video on the internet. Koji, Lewis. I mean, we're already there. I've seen, I've I've seen stand-up that's about... Yeah, Shit, people seen some nonsense out there. Phil, I have to. I cannot believe I forgot this. So, mm. the the GF and I uh, uh, decided to take her parents to see the play that goes wrong. Wow! Yeah, uh, a man on the inside. I was on the inside. Uh, the play that goes wrong. So, uh, I saw it years and years ago before it became the massive, massive, massive success it is now. And it's still good. They've they've upgraded some of the slapstick because they're in a fancy theater now. Should should we explain what it is for someone who isn't? Ah yes. So it's a it's know. a play that is uh um it's like a murder mystery play, like a classic Agatha Christie. I've, I'm gathering you all in the study, but it's a like deliberately bad. Like the acting is is bad, and like they break character, and the idea is that it's being put on by like a bad drama society of amateurs, mm -hmm. and it Just all goes wrong. It's meta. Yes. It's meta. It's matter is all hell. Um, yeah, Mark Zuckerberg wrote it, actually. <clears throat> he did, yeah. He loves slapstick. Um, <laughs> Mark. He, um, he loves it. He loves tumbling and dancing and slapstick. And, Anything uh, meta, he'll make it. Yeah, and there's some very advanced sla slapstick in it. Good, good stuff. Advanced theatrical okay. slapstick. And, uh, but what happened was, I was sat next to a couple that both spoke to each other in English, but they both sounded like very spanish so i don't know what that was about mm. and they were very drunk and really enjoying the play that goes wrong but enjoying it like henry the eighth would enjoy something like slapping the knee and eating a big turkey leg yeah so they were like really like lusciously eating nuts <laughs> like really like <laughs> really eating them you know oh that's the worst for you as well yeah and then and they were like laughing that kind of almost angry laugh of ah <laughs> like really laughing <laughs> 
like demons. And then the weirdest thing was the woman was was just uh, describing what was going on to herself in Glee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she would just be like, to herself, or kind of to the man she was with, she would be like, Oh no, the man, he has forgotten his shoes. <laughs> but like at that volume, like, like a loud. Well, like enough for like how many, like the, a lot of people to hear or just like the couple of, the few people around her? I'd say within like a three meter radius, you, you're hearing it. Okay, that's pretty loud, yeah. Yeah, like 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 a confident conversational volume. And just like saying what was going on, like, oh, he has forgotten his lines. <laughs> and then whenever anyone did something very melodramatic like bad acting she would say to herself oh wow <laughs> <laughs> and then like I, a, f- a yeah. few times where they forgot the music and stuff like d- as part of the joke and she would be like come on <laughs> i wanted to turn and go so, what do you think you're yeah. watching but like say, saying so come on like she accepts the premise and is taking part uh, like she would take part in a pantomime yeah or is she actually expecting a professionally done play and is confused as to why people are forgetting their lines yeah and and she was so engaged it was she was so i mean they were both battered but she was so just like taken in by the mistakes like she was really oh you know right yeah Sort of go, oh, she has dropped the glass, like spilled the water. So loud. And like people did like a few times. And Asha had to come over and be like, please be quiet, please be quiet. <laughs> I am the audience that goes wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was like she just couldn't believe that in the play that goes wrong, all this stuff was going wrong. It was well, blowing her mind. I remember when I, I saw Louis C.K. live years ago, before all you know, before all yeah. the drama, and um, and he was doing that bit that was like a famous, the famous bit of his at the time, uh, that was uh, what was it? Um, of course, but maybe you remember that bit? Yeah, yeah. Where he'd be like, of course, children with nut allergies should be protected, but maybe we let them all die and then there are no more nut allergies in the world. Yeah, and that was the premise of this bet, and he keeps starting it by going, oh, "Of course," and then saying something morally obvious before yeah. pulling the rug away and saying, "But maybe, but, you know." Um, and this couple sat in front of me, were, they could not believe this premise. <laughs> the guy was like, "No, no, whoa, what?" So, so Lucy would go like, "Of course, kids with no allergy should be." protected and this guy be like right yeah but what where is he going like and he was like articulating all these thoughts out loud and 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 then lucy could go but maybe we close our eyes and not allergies are gone and this guy be like what you oh my you can't say that oh my god this guy's crazy and then like it builds and builds and builds and then like lucy goes of course slavery was a terrible thing and this guy just he can't he just explodes he's like no he's 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 trolling us he's he's and this guy starts saying out loud to his date and just to the general crowd around him he's going he's trolling us he's trolling oh us God. so he's and just I yelling was, 
He's yelling to the audience, this comedian is joking. <laughs> yeah. This comedian is joking. <laughs> that, was, that was exactly what he was doing. That was exactly what he was doing. Some people are sick, man. There's something... This comedian is joking. Oh, my God. That's... He's joking. Oh my god, this guy's kidding around. Oh my god. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'd never seen a person like that in there real must, life before. There must like, an, be like, like a video game NPC. Yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. shocked no matter how many times you, you hit them with a sword in the game. Whoa. <laughs> There's um, gotta be like just a percentage of people who are just so sensitive to, to watching something that they just react in this almost like perfect way that seems so unreal yeah and i was thinking like what is your day-to-day -day life like how does everything exist like at a surface value it must like, be brilliant. everything as it seems yeah everything is as it seems is it everything turns out to be exactly as you expected there are no surprises in your everyday life that you come and see a show like this and you cannot compute that a man is saying things like this. <laughs> <laughs> or just even like a meal deal. Free crisps. Like just freaking out. Uh, loving it. Loving life. God, well, uh, I hope you guys are loving life. Because now it's time for me and Phil to go into the private theater. Yes. Of the bonus part. The bonus part. Yeah. you can. You, it's got a velvet rope in, rope in front of it. And all you need to be let through the velvet rope is to subscribe to the Patreon mm -hmm. for very reasonable prices. Very reasonable, considering that it's the private theater of the mind. Theater of dreams. But thank you so much uh, for Thanks, the great guys. correspondence once again. Um, see you in the bonus pod. Bye! Bye. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.